Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Here is Damask at the other end for Illinois. They leave him open. Now he fires it to Shannon. Drive in the lane. Layup. Good for the left hand. High-level playmaking going on. 81-78 Illinois by three. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha ESPN. Tri-Cities, we're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can give us a call at 888-638-4876 on the Warhorse Sportsbook hotline. Or you can, of course, hop into those YouTube comments as uh, TK and Travis have already been active in there for uh, this morning. Travis says... uh, (laughs) I bet that CU Butler was the final leg of a seven-game parlay for Andrew, and he lost. Is that why he's gone today? <laughs> uh, no, that's the uh, that that is not the that's good. that is not the reason Andrew's gone today. He'll be back tomorrow, um, and he can he can tell you why he's gone today. But uh, nothing nothing big. He's fine. He's he's not reeling from the loss of a of a seven-leg parlay that I'm aware of at least. Uh, TK says I've had that Paramount Plus ad stuck in my head since Friday. Which, did you see that? No, I didn't. What oh was it? Oh my gosh! So it's a super. Oh wait, yes, yes. No, I did see that. I think I lost brain cells watching it. Actually, <laughs> first off, how dare you? Secondly, <laughs> uh, it was. It, so it's one of the Super Bowl ads that they you know leaked. I'm sure they released. It Which I don't know why right? they do that. I don't either because if I had caught that live. It it probably goes down as one of my all time favorite Super right, Bowl commercials. Right, but now it's ruined. It, it is a little bit. Now I don't know, but it's like a two a, a full two minute clip. So mm-hmm. if you're going, I don't know how much the ads are going for per thirty seconds this year, but that's an unbelievably expensive block if you're taking up the two full minutes. So maybe they're only going to show like a snippet of it, okay, or an abbreviated version during the Super Bowl. But still, uh, I mean, anytime you're going to involve. Uh, one of my all-time faves, Sir Patrick Stewart. Anything, anything Patrick Stewart does is gold. I do. I love Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Uh, I'm like an old-school Star Trek nerd. Mm-hmm. That was that was the best one. And so, next generation. Is that yeah. the this one, Spock? So that's at that's the original series. Okay. That's Star Trek with like Kirk and like James, okay. like uh, oh, what's his name, William Shatner. Uh, and but no, Next Generation was the next one. Oh, okay. And Patrick Stewart was in that. Of course, also he's in the X Men movies and all that kind of stuff. Uh, very, you know, very famous actor. But seeing him sing Creed was maybe one of the highlights of my life. Are you a big Creed fan? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. I'm one of those. I could have guessed. Yeah. yeah I <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, we talk about it in the group chat a lot. I, I'm not sure how, how you've missed that. that I'm no, I've that. seen the Creed talk. Yeah. <laughs> I try to ignore it. I, I, yeah. Um, Same tra- here. <laughs> how dare you, Shane? Uh, Travis. But says, anytime you want to talk about Sir Patrick. Yeah. Patrick Stewart's the the best. Love him. Uh, the Greg Olson Hulu commercial was great last year. Uh, I don't remember that one. I don't. I don't remember that one either. I, I I'm gonna to have, I'm gonna have to look it up in the break. But I uh, also, you know me, 
think kids are a tough hang. So him like throwing a child in the uh, in the yeah. ad was right was up good. right up my alley. I was like, man, you guys are just like hitting all my all my. Uh... Yeah, Arnold was just a trip. Why was he there? <laughs> Why were any of them there? That's true. That's I was expecting it to be Stewie when he said the football hit. I know. Yeah, that's a good point, <laughs> Shane. I don't. I don't know if Stewie. I don't think Stewie's a Paramount property though. You gotta. I think they were all part of the Paramount Network, you know, so. Poor Tua had to be in there, too. Dude, I th- that was kind of my favorite part is he just rose Tua. He's like, uh-huh. not up to the big moment, huh? Yeah, that was. Outstanding. That I'm was surprised good. Tua signed up for that. Me, that too. Was, uh, but that was fun. That, uh, yeah, I'm sure everybody will see that by Super Bowl Sunday. Next week, actually, Shane has gotten us a a Super Bowl commercial specialist that is Ooh. that'll come on and talk. What is that? Tuesday next week, Shane. That is correct. Tuesday. So Tuesday next week, we will uh, we'll talk. We'll, we'll get we'll dig deep on the Super Bowl commercials. The you know the real show. No, I, I'm always up for Super Bowl ads. I actually would run a Super Bowl ad event at school at UNO. Mm-hmm. So I was part of the ad club, and we would break down all the ads for people and bring in marketing directors and have them. Tell us the ethos and pathos behind all of them. What exactly that, is an ad club? That sounds super fun, actually. So, advertising club. Well, I assumed that much. Um, but like, what does that club do? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually was the president of it. No, okay. no big deal. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we basically were just a, a ad club of different advertising, journalism majors. And so, we would um, have monthly meetings and talk to different ad directors across Omaha and just get to know their business and stuff. And then we'd help other companies um, with their advertisement, social media and stuff like that. It was kind of just a way to get involved in the community and then find other people in your major and make some friends. All right. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know. You know, I was the president. Well, actually, I was the, oh, I forgot what word they used for it, but I was the president of the Latin club in high school. I was a big Latin nerd, so... You know, I don't. Were you the president of anything over there, Shano? Uh, no. <laughs> the <laughs> Creed <laughs> Club. <laughs> I would be. I would be the president of the Creed Club. Although we've got some. Uh, I can't tell if the younger people in our chat like Creed ironically or if they actually like Creed. I mm-hmm. can't tell. So I probably. I think it's just a joke. Like. Well, first like how Nickelback kind of has become a joke too. First off, how dare you even put those two in the same <laughs> sentence? That's incredibly offensive. Um, I would like to think that our dear friends like Elijah and David are not joking about how much they No, I think they genuinely enjoy it. But I think it's become like a meme to our generation. Well, I think that's rude. But that's, I'm that's, sorry. that's fine. We'll it's it's going to happen to all of the bands that I love growing up, you know? Uh, probably. I mean, everything kind of becomes a meme at some point, yeah. unfortunately. That's just the world we live in. Um <laughs> Moving on to other things, uh, is any other uh, thoughts on either Nebraska or Creighton over the weekend on just their performances? Because I am a little concerned moving forward about Creighton's defense. It's mm-hmm. kind of been – obviously that was the worst performance they've had this year. Yeah. I don't know why Siri's freaking out over here. Um, but I – that it, it kind of felt like the dam broke a little bit on Friday night and I'm curious I'm I'm concerned that against better teams cuz Butler's fine like mm-hmm. they're I think 15 and 7 they're a fine basketball team they're middle of the pack uh likely an NIT team based on their resume but I'm concerned about what the better teams that are left on Creighton's schedule will do to them specifically a team like Marquette yeah 
will do to them if that's what Butler did to them? I don't know. I think it's it's really going to depend on on if the defense shows up throughout the rest of of conference play here. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule right now. You go at Providence. That is not a safe bet as a no. win whatsoever. That they is a always, rowdy fan base. Well, they always play terrible at the dunk. That's uh-huh. a, that's that also is true. They they have had some rough rough games out there, yeah. but and then you go at Xavier. Like these are all great teams again. And the Big East has great parity this year. There's there's no just easy win really on the schedule. I mean they've already played DePaul twice, right? So yeah, so uh, the, those are gone. I mean the easiest one left is Georgetown, yeah, Georgetown. at home, and then uh, after that Seton Hall at home is the next easiest win, which is crazy because that's right. not an easy. Game. No, not at all. So it 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 is a little concerning right now, but I mean I have full faith in Greg McDermott. I mean I always think back to last year and the six games they lost in a row yeah. and the world was ending and that team went to the lead eight. So yeah. I don't think you can really judge too much. I think they'll get whatever needs to be fixed fixed. And I'm honestly glad it's happening in early February rather than late February or early, God forbid yeah. March. Yeah, and that's a fair point. I just I I wonder how much of it is fixable with the current roster pieces, right? You know, obviously they they don't have some of the athleticism on the perimeter that they had last year with like an Arthur Kaluma. Sure, the kinda, length for yeah, sure. Yeah, some of the length and athleticism there. Um, obviously, Ryan Nemhard was a little quicker than Stephen Ashworth. Although in general, I do think Ashworth has played a lot better defensively in recent weeks. Um, I think he's kind of gone from like a liability to mm-hmm. a, at least average defensively, which is if he's making shots the way he has been recently, average is more than good enough yeah. defensively. He's He's sort of, I mean, Tominaga has obviously got a better track record scoring, but they they kind of play a similar role with their offenses. Where if they're not playing well offensively and making shots, it becomes really hard to have them out there sometimes because they can be a liability on defense a little bit. Yeah, I think Stephen has been better on defense too, and you heard McDermott even say that in the press conference that he mm-hmm. was sort of a defensive liability, but now he's gotten up to the level and. I think that's also a switch from playing at Utah State and yeah, absolutely. you know having that jump to the Big East and the type of athleticism and talent there is in this league. Not to say that there wasn't um, in the in the Mountain West, but still when you when you look at just the teams that they have to play day in and day out, that is a huge jump to kind of fit in with this team. And I think you're seeing Steven grow so much, but. I mean, defense, man, it's going to have to be something they figure out on the identity side with Creighton. I kind of said that all year, that that was going to be the Achilles heel to this team, and it it showed against Butler. But, again, full faith in Greg McDermott to figure something out. But we'll be curious to see what it is, what what he can do to work with the talent that they have on this team. Yeah, I I just like them to be able to show a couple different looks. If, If somebody gets comfortable with what they're doing the way Butler did, I'd love them to be able to have something else to go to. Coming up next, we will wrap up hour number one.